Welcome to Your Life Choices, and it's great to have your company once again. And we have a great friend of the Your Life Choices family with us on the line, Noel Whitaker, who uh, is the sage advice of all things financial. Um, he's uh, world-renowned and spoken of so well in financial circles, and a very, very busy author. Noel has got another brand new book, which has just been released, and I have Noel on the line right now. Welcome, Noel, and hello. Morning, Dixie. Great to be back with you as ever. Now, let's just uh, get on to this brand new book of yours. I, I know we've spoken about it very briefly before, but it's about downsizing, and that's a very relevant topic for a lot of folks. Well, it certainly is. In the next 15 years, a lot of people are going to have a big change in their circumstances. And I'd like to tell the story about a couple called, called Hayden and Joan. We bought a house in Noosa about 17 years ago, and Hayden and Joan were the people who were the house cleaners. Yeah. And they'd owned a motel and they'd sold their motel, so they were great people at maintenance and cleaning, you know. Yep. And the years went by and they suddenly moved into a retirement village. And he said, oh, I love it here. He said, every night at six o'clock, it's happy hour. He says, and then me and these 10 widows all sitting around having a glass of wine, you see. He was so happy. And the years went by and suddenly he got sick and then recently he died at the age of 80. And the big question is, Joan is a widow, but she's got the social network of the retirement village. Where would she be if they hadn't have made that move? And I think people need to know that, that at some stage you may lose a partner. Mm. Where will your partner live after you've gone? It's a major decision. Wow, it's a decision a lot of people don't want to confront, do they? Also, the other thing is that if your partner needs care, how's that going to work? So these are big issues to face. And I think for most people, a retirement village is a much better option because they do have a structured life there. And retirement villages, in inverted commas, are so different to what they were back in the day. Um, yes. And, oh, yes. You know, it's full of very active people who and, – and there's lots of varying things you can do um, and it's, it's very social. And that's, that's such an important factor, isn't it? It's social. Well, the, the four factors – that determine how happy you will be and how long you'll live are exercise and diet and a sense of purpose and a social network. Mm. Your social network is critical. That's why a lot of people fail when they suddenly move a thousand miles from home. They have no social network and they get very lonely and very bored. Yeah. The other thing is my wife's parents he died when he was 82 and she was left alone in the house and wouldn't make a move. In shape, she became a very lonely, embittered woman. So these things have to be faced. Now, in your book, Downsizing, yeah. give me a couple of takeaways and, and how relevant it is to folks who might be facing this issue. Interesting one is, if you move to any strata title place, will you be able to charge an electric vehicle? Hmm. That's becoming a major, can I charge my electric vehicle? Mm, hadn't thought of that. Yeah, it's true. And the big thing with retirement villages is it's how much getting in and how much getting out and how much do I, do I have to pay all the time I'm in there. Of course, the entry cost can vary on the exit cost. 
The other factor too is the complex. I know you've, this is a real bugbear of yours. The complexity of right. uh, having to go through uh, the the government rigmarole once you sell the big family home and and move into a village. Should that be the way you're going to go? But there is a downsizing contribution. You can make a three hundred thousand dollars a head oh. into, into super, and that's irrespective of your age or, or your balance of your superannuation. Now people need to really think about this because the original downsizing was Joe Hockey's idea and it could only happen after you were 65. It's now 55. Right. So since the original downsizing came in at 65, the superannuation rules have been eased so anyone can contribute 75 with no work test. Oh. Anybody. But you've only got one downsizing contribution so if you were downsizing from, say, a $3 million house to a $1 million house, and we're releasing $2 million of proceeds, if you put $300,000 each into super and you had a high super, that's the limit of your contributions. Mm. So the smart thing to do was just make your ordinary contribution first. So you'd put $330,000 each into super and then stick your downsizing on top because downsizing doesn't depend on your age or your superannuation balance. Right. You can't contribute to super if your balance is over $1.9 million. Also, be very careful. A big decision, huge, is when do I help my kids? Yeah. All the research shows that it's better to help them when they're younger because you can see the benefits of it and it really means something. And also, if you do it five years before you reach pensionable age, you may get a pension as well. So I'm, I'm not saying under any circumstances give money away to get the pension because that's not what you want to do. Mm. But if you want to help your kids, think about the fact, well, if I give the kids a million dollars, if I got a couple of kids and I give them half a million dollars each now, five years' time I might get a pension and, and, and the kids will have a house deposit. The bank of mum and dad. Yes. Well, it's getting, it's getting harder and harder. Sure is. And uh, on that matter now, moving away from your new book, which is Downsizing, available on noelwhitaker.com.au, let's now put the crystal ball in front of you, Noel, and uh, see if you can make any financial predictions for 2024, sir. Well, every 10 years, the share market has six good years and four bad years, and we don't know when they're going to happen. So don't try to time the market. As I get older, my favourites become the index fund. The index, that's my jewel in the crown now. I've tried all sorts of things, you know, and I've lost a bit and made a bit. The index has averaged 9% per annum for 120 years. Wow. It's liquid. It pays 4.5% strength. And being a listed share, you can cash 10 grand tomorrow if you need it. And a lot of people can't decide whether they should go for investment property or shares. Well, the thing about shares is you can't sell your back steps. If I've got a million dollars in shares and you've got a million dollars in, in a property and we both want 50 grand, I can grab my 50 yeah. and you can't. Yeah, that's true. And properties, as they get older, as we all know, have more and more maintenance. And the government see the land tax and rates and insurance. There's none of that with shares. The index is the simplest investment I know. When you talk about indexed, how does one get involved in that? The one I use, the code is STW, that's Sierra Tango Whiskey. 
or VAS, Vanguard Australian Share Fund. They're both listed, they're just a, a listed fund, and they copy the top 300 shares. Right. So you've got those, you've got BHP and Rio and Telstra and Harvey Norman and all the banks, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you've, you've got every horse in the race, mm. no winners to pick. And the index outperforms 80% of managed funds. And I, I guess one of the big tips too is if you have an app, don't check your super fund too often because it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, but I do that. Oh, no. You told me not to do that. Hang on. You you said, Dixie, don't keep checking your super fund because it'll go up and down like the proverbial. But um, I know. Yeah. Oh, and here you are telling me you Oh. (laughs) I wake up, I go straight to Wall Street. If it's green, wacko, it was red. Oh, no. Look out, the dog. Uh, (laughs) Always. Do you see good times ahead for 24 or do you see a tough time? Well, every year has a, has a challenge, but the big news for this year is the tax cuts legislated for June 30. Oh. And they are massive. From June 30, the 30% rate will go from 45000 up to $200,000. Oh. Now, a major impact for capital gains tax because if you've got a property, and I'm in this part, I've got my last investment property, which I'm going to be selling after June 30, because the rate of capital gains tax will be lower. The other thing is catch-up contributions. Now, if you can contribute to 67 without passing a work test, now if you retired at 60 or 62 and you're now 66, then you've probably made no more deductible super contributions since you stopped work. You may have $100,000 of catch-up contributions you can utilise. So a couple, say, with a $600,000 investment property, it's got a 400000 capital gain. That's $200,000 each. That's 100000 each after discount. They could make a hundred grand of catch-up contributions and pay no capital gains tax at all. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, do you see the uh, Feds increasing the rate again? Well, a major issue of that productivity report that came out about three months ago was that the increasing burden of income tax on ordinary people. Mm. Now, Albo's going to the polls within a year. It'll be a hell of a brave move to unlegislate legislative tax breaks, giving the ordinary person a bit of a tax break. Right. I don't think any government, as they used to say in Yes Minister, that's a very, very brave move, Minister, yes. Mm. In your newsletter, you talk about unemployment and you see that as being a, a bit of a problem. Job market's being very tight still. Well, the problem is that we have this government that the Reserve Bank keeps rising rates to stop inflation, but making the poor old working man pay more on his mortgage won't stop inflation. I mean, you've got the Ukraine war, you've got what's happening in Israel, you've got labour shortages, um, and every state's building stuff. In Brisbane, where you have the, have the Commonwealth Games in 2033, mm. everybody's building the pressure, and the government wants to build low-cost homes. Where are the men and the materials going to come from? Should there be anybody unemployed in Australia? I mean, generally speaking? No. I know that's a big call and all the rest of it, but gosh, if I wasn't working, mate, I'd, and I had to support my family, I'd go out and dig roads. I wouldn't care what I did. 
you can do anything. I sound like an old person now, but, you know, it's just like, wow, you know, there's, there's work out there if you want it, isn't there? But also, if you pass the work test, you can contribute tax-deductible contribution to 75 years of age. Mm. And the work test is only 40 hours in 30 days. If I couldn't go out now at the age of 83 and get a job, there'd be something very wrong. Noel, your newsletter is fantastic. How do, how can people latch on to that? Because it's just a, a wealth of information. Go to the website and sign up and it is free. Noelwhitaker.com.au. Uh, do yourself a favour, like Molly Meldrum would say, and, <laughs> and get on board because uh, Noel not only talks about his uh, financial expertise, but also other things such as travel as well. Uh, Noel, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know what we would do without you. You're just an absolute gem, and uh, we appreciate your wise and sage advice every time we speak. Thanks so much, Dixie. Well, we do love meeting up with Noel Whitaker, and he is just absolutely a vital part of our Your Life Choices family when it comes to finances and other things as well. So do go to noelwhitaker.com.au. And until next time, this is John Deek saying thank you for being part of our Your Life Choices podcast. Mm-hmm.